Hello and welcome to another episode of Good Brews, Bad Views, the podcast where we find out if great beer makes bad movies any better. I'm your host, Max Nestorowicz, and as always, joined by one of my co-hosts, Ryan Everard. How yep. are you, Ryan? I'm all right. And James Thorpe. How are you, James? Hi. I'm fine. Okay. You don't, that's worst. fine. All right. <laughs> we should just stop so, introducing him. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to nod. What was wrong that. with that? You're just like, hi. At least Ryan was like, I am doing well. I said I'm fine. Oh, I did not You were that. talking over James, me and, and yelling is... at me for something before I had done it. <laughs> He's basically just adjusting his monocle and being like, I'm too good to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, this is a podcast where we drink craft beer watch a bad movie, and uh, make jokes and observations about it. So if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If not, thanks for coming back. Um, this week we are watching Spawn from 1997. Um, there's not really much I can say about this movie other than it is a superhero movie from the 90s. Mm-hmm. So um, we have it queued up on Netflix. Uh, we are about 12 seconds in. The New Line Cinema uh, logo is just kind of finished doing that angle on a slant thing. If you're watching along with us, hit play now. Now, now as a past projectionist, you, you don't want that, right? Oh, that's bad. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's, uh, that's, you hang up and go home for the night. That's <laughs> just, it's over. Yeah. So I think the dove is a super cheesy pull at the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah. Look at this is innocence. <laughs> this is like the 90s little montage thingy ever. Right. This looks like a uh, Sega D- Sega CD Sega intro. Sega CD, good pull. <laughs> so this movie, having watched it again recently, is one of the most unevenly... Let me say that differently. Has The quality of special effects is so uneven in this movie, I can't... I don't have anything else to compare it to. Like, some spots, it's like, wow, that looks kind of good still. That looks kind of cool. Yes. But other parts are like, that. how did that even pass for then, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So here we have what I like referring to as like the 90s American James Bond opening. Right. So, but just as we're getting into this movie, Spawn is an image comic. One of the, you know, not big two. I guess they're kind of the big three now. Um, Image was founded by a bunch of like the young upstarts at Marvel who was like, we want more money for our work. Mm. And Marvel's like, no, you're a contract to hire. So they all left and formed their own company. And, uh. Insanely successful. It's where Walking Dead comes from. It's where Saga comes from. Sex Criminals, Bitch Planet, many other well-received series. Um, interesting, though, this is five years after this comic debuted. So if you think about it, that's kind of like a really quick turnaround for right. like yeah. new IP, make a $40 million movie about it. Now, yeah. do you think some of that has to do with, with McFarlane being attached to the project and him being attached to how, like all the Spider-Man stuff previous to this? Yeah, Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn... Mostly known for his artwork in Marvel in the late eighties, early nineties, he actually came up with the character Venom, mm. and known for you know his Spider-Man work. Uh, and he was very much like, I want to make a company, I want to have my own IP, I want to be able to sell, make toys and movies and shirts. Hi, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe yeah, because he was all about like get my stuff out there. Mm. Yeah, I just like for a new company, but that name was big. Like he yeah. he was he had been an established name at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, there's like videos of him like giving interviews on like the Late Show of like, oh, young upstart Todd McFarlane drawing and whatever. Hmm. So, have you seen that that video of McFarland and oh, who's I'm trying to think of the other guy standing or hanging out with Stan Lee and Stan yeah. Lee is just making fun of their drawing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's I think great. that's the the video I'm. I'm talking about okay he's but, like so so what is how does long does he take it to get all this equipment 
it's a great video if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Who's the other who's the other artist on that? Jim Lee, maybe? Jim that might no, I don't think so. Um could be Rob Leefield. That's who it is. Could be yeah, yeah it's there's Liefeld. there's a, there's like five or six guys who left Marvel. Yeah, it's it's Leefield and uh and McFarlane and and he is just ripping them apart the whole time. Yeah. Like it's very <laughs> subtly, but it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, this movie must have been like right about when that comic burst or bust happened, which uh according to Jim Lee, we're kind of on that road again. Um, so, you know, issues were selling 300,000 copies at a minimum. Like, it was a shock when an issue was selling less than 300,000 copies. Okay. Now, with comics are doing well if they sell over 60. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when, when I first saw this movie, I was only very passingly familiar with Spawn. I just, from the trailers, Little Ryan was just very excited to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the, they had a big push on toys for this movie, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also one of the the longer opening crawls that we've had. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I was saying, it's like a James Bond opening. There's mm-hmm. a whole little scene. There's an explosion. Mm-hmm. Missiles take out all the bad guys from Batman and Robin who are gonna go bid on Bane. Yeah. <laughs> so is this our first movie with an African American lead? Mm-hmm. That is not a ensemble movie. I would say. I guess so. Yes, Nothing actually. Else comes to mind. Yeah, because the only, I I bring up ensemble movie because of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is actual actually Michael J. White's first movie as a leading actor. I remember thinking immediately when I saw this movie that that dude has a cool ass voice. I'm a sucker for actors and actresses with cool voices. That always gets a few extra points in my in, mm-hmm. in Ryan's book. Yeah, yeah. In Ryan's very important book of what he thinks of other people. It's a very thick book. <laughs> it is. That's just because it's all pictures. Yep. <laughs> so while we're going through this long uh, opening. What are we drinking today, guys? We are drinking. Oh man, I'm. A, it's crayon pony fish from Shorts. I was at Shorts a couple of days ago, and I brought back a growler, uh, and it's a sour. And Max, I think you're going to have the yeah. details on what other things. This Specifically, is. this it's, is a barrel aged American sour ale fermented with Brettanomyces peach and pomegranate. And it's so from wine barrels. Yes, yes, it definitely has and that. You can get a bit of it in the sour. Yep. Well, that's that's probably a lot from the bread anemones, which is a type of yeast that gives sours that funky taste, that farm blanket, mm. horse blanket, horse blankety taste. Mm. I would say it's probably of all the sour flavors, it's the one that I think turns the people off the most because it's mm. so pungent almost. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But this is actually. Uh, it is a barrel-aged version of Shorts's Peachy Pom Pom, which is just their American sour ale, peaches and pomegranate. And I'm I'm loving this beer. Yeah, it's real it's good. very good. This is one of my favorite sours. I don't know how you go from Peachy Pom Pom to, when you put it in a barrel and age it, to Crayon Pony Fish, but, you know, uh, hey. It's Shorts. Eh, yeah. they, do, they do what they want. They love their crazy, crazy stuff. That, uh, that disaster scene they showed on the news right there is nowhere near proportional to the size of the explosion that happened in the scene we just watched. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's actually one of the, <laughs> well, that's something I was kind of thinking about with scale in this movie. Cause they keep talking about, Oh, you know, the world millions are dying and it gives almost no insight or, or view into the, the supposed destruction that has happened from all this that Wynn unleashes when he kills Simmons. Yeah, well, there's there's oh. a five year time jump between yeah. when he comes yeah. back, so I assume in a bunch of shit just goes to shit, right? But yeah. I mean, there's there's aside from Rat City or wherever the fuck they live, mm-hmm. yeah. they really don't you don't get a feel for it. 
as a as a very large West Wing fan, this is the darkest timeline version of Jed Bartlett, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how this opening scene is shot with the clown like in the back. Yeah, just kind of silhouette. And you kind of get some little details, but Yeah. I'm going to go go on and say it. I really like John Leguizamo. As I was going to say the yep. same thing. This is our third movie with John Leguizamo. We cannot escape <laughs> this man. This is his best role. Outside of one scene in this movie, and I think I know. I think I would assume you know what scene it was. I think sorry, we'll, we'll that's, get to that's it. It's completely out of character for the guy. Yeah. Um, he Leguizamo is the redeeming factor of this movie. Yeah, he, he, he does a great job as the clown. Role. There are, I mean, there are some times where he takes the jokes a little too far, or his scenes go on a little too long. Yes, right. but overall, it's 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 acted very well. Yeah, for, yeah. for the role. it brings amount it brings a, a levity to the movie that I think Zack Snyder wishes he could do. <laughs> ah, uh, yeah. But back to the beer, and she—I forget the actress's name—but she sounds dubbed the whole time and completely uninterested. <laughs> yeah, for for the most part. I don't think anybody is really terrible in this movie from an acting standpoint. No. But I think it goes Leguizamo, uh, White, mm-hmm. um, probably White and uh, Sheen. Sheen Sheen together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and the dog. Yeah. So interestingly enough, Terry Fitzgerald, I can't remember the actor's name. He is, his race has been changed to being White. In this, because McFarlane didn't want to perceive or didn't want to portray a movie that was meant to be directed towards an African American audience, like he didn't want to have like everyone in the uh, movie be black besides um, uh, Mike, uh, Martin Sheen. Okay, because even um, the female assassin we see coming up priest. here, uh, Priest, uh, that's a slight variation from the comic because Spawn is killed by another black guy, actually, like a black yeah. assassin guy. So. But I, I, it's not necessary to have him glow green here. We no. understand no. he's important. Yeah, yeah, we've seen him around the world. He, he was just randomly standing on an airfield watching a missile kill people. Yeah, yeah. and he's also clothed really weird. So yeah. you would assume that he's something. Yeah. But Crayon Ponyfish, 9.4 ABV, does not taste like a 9.4 beer. Oh, yeah, you'd never beer. guess. IBU of 9. So, James, what are you thinking of this beer? Oh, I like it a lot. I am going to disagree with you guys that you can't feel it. I can feel this. Well, feel it or taste it. Not taste it. It it doesn't taste like But you can feel it. I agree. And there's sits, yeah, but it doesn't have that alcohol burny. No, but there's other beers that you have, like, I would say Final Absolution from Dragon Meat. Oh, that's because it's got so much sugar in it. But you drink it, and you don't feel like you're going to get drunk off of it. You will. You will, but you don't feel it. Like, I I am feeling this. We've had a couple other beers, too, that I haven't felt. Like it's, it's it's got a warm taste in yeah. my chest. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. probably what you associate like the feel, like like the bourbony, bourbony feel. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up in my top two favorite sours. I like it a lot. It's very very good. What's the other one? Uh, the, probably, the founders. Um, probably critterless. Critterless. Yeah. Okay. Really. Yeah. I I um I would put this up there with critterless as well. Critterless is my like that's my benchmark for sours. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this this is there. Um, I'd put this above Critterless, but I think I liked, I didn't like Critterless as much as you guys mm-hmm. did. Okay, okay, understandable. Um, recently, I went to Bell's, and we always talk about how, oh, Bell doesn't do sours. Bell's does sours. They only have them in the tap room. Oh, okay. And they have a goza, a kiwi goza, which was put on the tap 
put on tap the day good. I went, and that was amazing. That sounds like thing. It was sorry, better than Founders Watermelon Goza. Mm. Just this great fruity aroma, nice little bit of salt, nice little bit of salt to it. Just very, very refreshing at like one o'clock on a Saturday. Sounds wunderbar. Go get mm. some. Bring some back for us. <laughs> Have it on a future, future episode. So, why is it A six and not just the CIA? That's a good question. Because it, it it clearly is the CIA. Yes, it's the CIA. I thought that was a really weird weird thing to kind of pull. I don't know if they were trying to like mix MI six. That's what and I, the CIA I kind of feel together, like. It. But. You never really hear what like A six stands, stands for. for. It's just like some military operation. Yeah. <laughs> Whack. Shouldn't you be yelling? Yeah. Like, what do you yell? Just about to ask that. That was a weird. That's. This is kind of an awkward shot just up on his face there. Yeah, the movie goes like weirdly in and out of focus, mm. or what it chooses to focus on is kind of strange. Um, that's a very Joss Whedon shot with him walking right there like through the pipes. Yeah. yeah, but I do like that it's showing that he is walking very quietly. Mm-hmm. Like I think the the intention there is intention to that as opposed to just be like, look at this guy's feet. Mm-hmm. I like feet. Yeah. I don't. I have trouble accepting that he would just see two guards already knocked out and continue to go into this room. Yeah, such a cool voice. I do think it is a odd choice to send him. An African American man, as a spy to North Korea, but <laughs> I am, and I am Doctor Exposition. Wee. Quink. <laughs> so she's gonna go skiing somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Shut up, Darsh. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Sheen is a lot shorter than I usually think he is. I, he's got yeah. another cool voice, too. In oh, my yeah. Opinion. I like Martin Sheen's voice. Yeah, Martin Sheen's got the like, the epitome, like, the 90s comic book villain of, like, a white guy in a suit with a beard who smokes. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's a good line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really gets to the heart of what's going to happen right. here in the next few yep. moments. This stops nothing. I know you're an Estevez. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird choice to just be at ground zero of a huge, just biochemical weapon, you know, experiment. It's like, well, I want to be at the explosion. Okay. Okay. So this is the PG-13 cut of this movie. I have the R-rated cut of this movie. That scene is much longer. Oh, is it? You see him like on fire. and. like, I believe you like screaming in pain or whatever. I am. Um, oh, okay. I've seen the R-rated cut also, but it's been a very long time. And the only differences I really remember were kind of some language from Clown and a couple scenes. Mm-hmm. But that's that's all I really remember. The the main, from what I heard, the the main like reason that it was rated R is they they said that he was getting beat up too much. Like he was just getting Spawn gets the shit kicked out of him most of this movie. Yeah. Really, by like everyone. So they dialed back some of that. Okay. And. Obviously, the scene of him on fire. You see him like on fire, tries to put the fire out. Yeah, yeah. He screams like Wanda, and you see, and you see like the bomb. I like a lot of these shots. Oh yeah, this is just the big sweeping shots of the the architecture and the like the cathedrals and stuff. If Tim Burton would have continued doing Batman movies, they would have looked something like this. 
the aesthetic here, the end product is way better than most of, for me, most of Tim Burton's attempts to do the same. Hmm. It's a lot grimier. This is, yeah. this is the uh, 40K version of Tim Burton's ah. Gotham City. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a cool set, though. Good yeah, set. Yeah, it's awesome. Big set, too. Yep. We come back here a few times, so it makes sense that it's a big set. Sure, sure. Big statue. CGI doesn't look that bad. Yeah, this looks fine. Mostly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blah. Burnt flannel man. <laughs> flannel man. <laughs> I will say that I think the the burn makeup on Michael J. White is very good. Well, if garbage like Suicide Squad gets an Oscar for makeup, yeah, that's yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it it captures a lot of the like um the, how features just kind of blend into each other. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he's melted. Yeah. To a point, you know. Yeah. Featureless. Yeah. It's like I've never seen what a fully burnt african-american man looks like but i believe that like this burn makeup is more realistic looking than freddy krueger's all right yeah hey mister just grabs him and throws him like a nerf football across the alley (laughs) (laughs) so this is cogliastro the old man who was once a hell spawner what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting little history behind the character is all the image guys left Marvel to go make their own characters. Uh, one Neil Gaiman was contracted to write an issue of uh, um, Spawn where he came up where he came up with a character. And I think Angela, who was like a angel or whatever, yes. he and McFarlane got into this huge yeah. legal battle over who owned the rights to the character because it was... McFarlane was um, arguing that it was a work for hire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Gaiman's like, no, no, no. You know, I've, you know, this character has, I have, I have the right to this character, blah, 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 blah. So for a number of years, the issues where they introduced Kaguyashra were never reprinted in like collected editions. Hmm. So they're just now like being reprinted. The legal stuff has been settled. And, but it, it was, it was just like a weird turn of like, Creator own right stuff, mm-hmm. and then yeah, well, I'm I'm sure Gaiman Gaiman's whole point was like you guys left because you wanted to own what you were making, so now you're trying to tell other people that they can't own what they're making in your comics, like mm-hmm. you're being hypocritical. Yeah, yeah, I think he ended up winning the winning the thing. Well, I mean, it it wouldn't surprise me if he did or not, or if he did, considering that when Image was first made, like these guys were. Relatively they were, they were young, 25, 26. And they probably didn't have the legal background to sit there and create all this kind of mm-hmm. the, the kind of con- contractual stuff that they're looking to do. Yeah. You know that we just finished a scene there with uh, Marilyn Manson providing the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And and in a movie that could have easily been just derailed by horrible music choices, I think that's the only like song song that happens. Um, really, isn't it? Maybe in the background, if you accepting the end credits, that's a bad helicopter. A bad helicopter. Bad helicopter. But um, if you look up the soundtrack for this movie, it's a lot of like metal with Mm. like an electronic remix. Like there's a Metallica song that's remixed on here. Mm. Um, I think I don't know if Skinny Puppy, but '90s industrial rock, I guess. But Mm. like Moby does a remix on something or whatever. Crystal Method has a song. Yeah, I'm gonna listen a little harder this time and see. Yeah, see what I notice. 
So where was the city actually? Or city? What what city was this movie actually filmed in? I don't so I was know. To, I was trying to recognize I, I that skyline because it has a needle in it, and it's I not I the never, space needle. I don't think they ever say like where it is. I want to no. say it's West Coast, or at least it feels. West I think Coast. it's supposed to feel like L.A. Yeah. Yeah. This is the creepiest version of clown. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. Nah. He's gonna hit the pinata with the kid. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know how you parent, but that sounds right. Yeah, it seems okay. Wanda, that's a bad cut. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of these weird flashbacks. Yeah, I mean, it kind of works as like he's lost his memory, as the narration was saying, mm-hmm. but it does it a little bit too much. Don't touch his booty. <laughs> So the reason I know that there's two cuts of this movie is I wanted I went as Spawn for Halloween in third grade. Oh, sweet! Yeah, and originally when I went to go like rent this from the move rent this from Blockbuster, I rented the first season of the HBO animated Spawn, which series. is good. Ah. It is very very good. That's super violent, isn't it? It is super violent. Yeah. They swear off the handle. <laughs> my mom was not home when we rented it, but my dad <laughs> was, and like those the that's like. The first time I can remember, like, understanding swear words. Wow. Okay. Because I remember him saying to me, like, I don't want to hear you, ever hear you saying these words. Okay. Because I knew I'm like, ooh. And then um, later when this movie actually was released, I rented it, and uh, it was the R-rated cut. My dad's like, I thought you said it was PG-13. <laughs> so. This can't win, can you, man? This no. is actually my first time seeing the PG-13 cut. Mm. Okay. Did you guys notice that? Um, a few scenes ago, when they when the clown is is doing his thing, he's holding he's a, holding a liquor. Yeah, oh, he's holding liquor. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they also cut one of his lines where he says, "I got more tricks than your local hooker." Oh wow, <laughs> nice. Like he's got a lot of like background jokes in this scene, right. but <laughs> freaking accident, Jiffy Pop. I wonder how much <laughs> of this is improvised from John. He pulls off being very short very well because he's like squatting this entire movie. Yeah. 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 Even when I was little, when I saw that scene, I was like, all right, why didn't everyone lose their shit when the tiny doll vomited green ether? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, while inappropriate, the like barbecue jokes do kind of, the, 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 we don't want to the, the, the running potato joke. salad making me yeah. hating it. it actually made me laugh. I was yeah. watching it earlier. I was like, oh, God, I, I do like that he keeps that going, actually. Yeah. And for some reason, she, she keeps the creepy clown doll. Yeah, right. like, okay, this seems fine. This is, everything's fine. <laughs> so this movie comes in, at, comes in at a nice and digestible. 95 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a pretty Which, lean movie. In the last year or so, I've noticed movies are going back to the shorter length in comparison to like the two and a half hour ridiculousness of some of them. Yeah. Like one of the big things is Thor Ragnarok is rumored to be 100 minutes long. The shortest Marvel movie to date is The Incredible Hulk at like 111. Okay. And people are like, oh my gosh, it's a short movie. And um, apparently there's a bunch of deleted scenes, but you don't need every movie to be two and a half hours long. You don't need every beer to be 12%. You don't need a 20 ounce pour of everything. You know, if you can do a good movie in an hour and a half, do a good movie in an hour and a half. Don't needlessly, you know, plot it out, I guess, or 
have a suffer from bloat. I mean, what do you guys think of that? I mean, if if you're just gonna fluff it just to get that runtime, the movie's gonna suffer. If you can sustain a quality film for two hours and ten minutes, I'm fine with it. I I, I don't care really how long a movie is as long as it maintains a level of quality that entire time. Mm-hmm. Viral nectar. Uh, Viral necto, whatever. Ne- necroplasm. necroplasm. Is just the most Todd McFarlane <laughs> saying there is. Yeah. That is so over the top ridiculous. And yeah. actually, a lot of those lines, I was curious how much of those were from the source material material, or if they were just from, like, you know, the movie studio. Things like, like, oh, we necro- got to sound kind of science. I'm pretty like sure Necro Flesh is something that would you, you would see in a Spawn comic. Yeah. So, more Max Spawn background. Hmm. A number of years ago, in like 2007, when I got my first job someone i kind of knew from high school like when myspace was still a thing was posting like hey i got a bunch of spawn comics i want to sell you know like 35 bucks or whatever so i was like yeah i'll i have money give me all of these spawn comics so i I have like a good 40 50 issues of this comic that i've read all through including the first one so boom (laughs) uh going back to the movie length thing because this scene is just this is where some oh, of the God. bad CGI comes. Yeah, in. this it's completely <clears throat> unacceptable. Yeah, I'm okay with the the frame skipping. I th- I like that effect at times, but God. everything in here is terrible. It looks all so of this is bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, this movie was like forty percent special effects budget. Um, and they were worried about like the uh, filming time going long, so like. They spent a week just doing all the CGI stuff, like, last minute. And they're just, like, send it off to go get production. Wow. You can tell. And it spent, yeah, some, they, like apparently these, they spent oh a while God. doing all, like, this background stuff. It's, that it's, looks like a Mortal Kombat 2 exactly. fight background. It's, it does. It's, it's, it's It looks like Mortal Kombat or Primal Rage 2D sprites. Yeah. <laughs> at about that resolution. And there's, there's one real quick shot where the sprites are immediately in front of the camera and the the screen is like seven pixels. Yeah. Which is garbage. Yeah. yeah, he's... Yeah, John Leguizamo carries a lot of this movie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I always... As weird as this is, I always thought one of the things that, that skeezed me out the most about Clown is his goddamn earrings. Something about that. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. So, like, go, actually going back to the movie time. No. Um, <laughs> you're never going to finish this. I, my, my biggest thing is use the amount of time you need to tell the story you want to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you can tell stories that are shorter, then you can tell stories that are shorter. Exactly. And I don't know... If it's necessarily that we're starting to see movies that are shorter because they're they're hearkening back to a lot of um, source material that people know already, mm-hmm. or if it's the going to be the uh, contiguous universe phenomenon, where after you know fourteen Marvel movies, it's like, hey, we can probably just we don't Hand need, wave things. We don't need to. We don't need to really get deep into it. Like we people are obviously willing to buy into the fact that like magic it just exists we don't need right. to be like this is the you know the magic box of Waythor. Right. Yeah. you might be able to spare some world building right yeah now. exactly well even um we were talking about dunkirk before we started recording dunkirk is under two hours yes it is which oh a that's, chris nolan movie that's less than two hours yeah right? which i found which i found to be very surprising this is weird the shuffle thing is weird to me yeah, yeah i don't know but 
I mean, it, and it feels like just long enough. I mean, that movie, you're, it's so tense. Like you're yeah. like you're you know, gripping this, your seat the entire time. You're like, oh my gosh, is this boat gonna make it or not? This is kind of how I imagine Guy Fieri spending his weekends. Oh my, yeah, I was gonna say that is <laughs> that is Guy Fieri yeah. in the nineties. Good Christ! So weirdly enough, with like you know those dudes right there, one of them has a Confederate flag of on the course back a of his shirt. Satanist has a stars and bars on the back of his. Yeah. Giving Satanism a bad name. I was going to say, it seems ah. like that's probably out of place for yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff. And I don't know if they were just lazy and were like, all right, grab the four leather jackets we've got out of the out of the closet, boys, right. and we'll yeah. throw them on here. Like, no, like they just kind of like, eh, skinhead attire, we can use it. Just put the guys with yeah. the long hair. Yeah. Eh, Satanists. Hmm. Why does his own skeleton reach out at him? I, Dramatic effect. Yeah. I don't know. Why is everything glowing green? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the old guys glow green. Yeah, I I love this. Yeah. yeah. Legos on my hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. I I do like a lot of his puns actually. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> it just it cracks me up. <laughs> yep. Clown's got some good lines in here. It really Leguizamo really does hold a lot of this movie together. Yeah, yeah. he he does he get first billing. He's in the a credits. good offset of all of it's like the brooding. There's so much brooding in yeah. this. Yeah. This doesn't look bad to me. No, no this doesn't. is this is one of the better uh, CGI effects, which is pretty impressive considering there's lightning going on right now. Like right. there are yeah. lightning effects they have to take in, take an account, and it takes into an account on the on there. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Nope. I'm wondering if that was CGI or if a lot of that was actually claymation over top. That's a good question. I'm yeah. not sure. Because they have the, an actual, you know, right. costume Suit. or whatever. So, right. yeah. Because there, there, there are times when the arms looked fully CG, but it slowly cuts back to, like, the actual uniform here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the connections I made um, when I saw this earlier was I think it's cool that the, the suit hurts him. It, to me, it was akin to you know Wolverine's claws hurting yeah. every time they come out. Yeah, it lives in him or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, just... it's a spawns like a just like a clean kind of catchyish name, kind of like Thor. Yeah, or it was a good. It's a really Hulk. good. It's uh, a good superhero name, and I think that's probably why. Even now, Spawn still isn't necessarily a thing, like a big thing, but it's, it's still, he's a still a comic. He's still a comic. Uh, right. Two seventy six came out. It is twenty five years old now. Yeah, nice. I mean, it, it, as dumb as it sounds, like having a easily remembered and cool name mm-hmm. really gives you a leg up on anybody else. Oh, mm-hmm. certainly, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's been a number <laughs> of video games, uh, TV shows, movie. It was just announced at Comic Con that they're making another. They're going to do a reboot, right? And I'd heard that, that McFarlane is trying to get full creative control. Yeah, because I guess he was the guy who you know did the announcement. Mm. A reboot of the comic? No, a movie. They're doing movie. another Spawn movie. Oh, which I okay. guess has kind of been Hard like R. in development hell for a decade or so. Okay, 
And you know what? I don't have a problem with Spawn being a hard R. Sure. Because no, that was it the should purpose. Be. It's, it should be. It's it is supposed violent. to be a very violent and dark violent comic. movie. Or, yep. Excuse me, violent series. And the fact that it kind of had McFarlane's art on it, main, meant initially at least, this the is art gross. was very good. Yeah. yeah. Very good. The way this is cut, I want to believe that John Leguizamo actually took this first bite, first bite but immediately herfed it up. Because we see him take the bite here. That's legit. And then, and then this cuts, right? Yep. So I think yeah. that between those two, he has gotten rid of that nastiness. The yeah. uh, the old Arnold actually bites into the dead vulture mm-hmm. cut. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Michael J. White actually did know karate. Okay. Mar- martial arts, excuse me. And um, that looks bad. Yeah. Like like the the workout regimen he had apparently really helped him like wear this suit all the time because imagine like wearing the suit and all this makeup was just hell. Oh of course. oh yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd explain you a bit, Max. I think it is Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White. Yeah. That's right. How dare you! I think he also played Jax in the Mortal Kombat TV series. Yes, you are correct. He did do that. Who's good, Jax? I like that question too. <laughs> I'll give it to the makeup. He's still very able to emote. Yeah. yeah. With all the like heavy heavy burn makeup on. Yeah, it's yep. not like rigid and constricting. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, I mean, boy. mocap now is good enough that they could do that entirely CG, but you would need a really good actor mm-hmm. to be able to like to be able still able to, to deliver, I guess. Andy Circus is Spawn. <laughs> right. Andy Spawnkus. Andy Spawnkus. <laughs> oh, who goes, whose footprints are these? Yeah. Just Bring! a box. That's clearly supposed to be uh, um, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Hmm. Pseudo-politics. Hmm. So why is he wearing a a suit in this scene? And then he walks in in a tuxedo. Because it was recorded earlier, like The Tonight Show. <laughs> it, but, I mean, it's live news. So, you like, it. to me, this, this scene felt like, to me, that it was supposed to be connected. Like, he got yeah. off of there and walked into this room. Mm-hmm. Pre-recorded interview, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like the filmmakers of this movie saw Goldeneye with Bob K. Johnson as Xenia Onatop. <laughs> and were like, we're just going to copy that character. Yeah, we just want that. But make her American. Yeah. She, I don't, she looks really familiar to She me. is in the OC. That would be why. Yep. She's the mom, right? She is the mom of the girl next door. Okay. I can't remember, I think her name is Julie or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> it's Melbogia. I'm pretty sure that he's 16 is just Martin Sheen taking some of his son's blood and <laughs> making it into an aerosol dispersant. Yeah, just, <laughs> just atomizing it. Oh, God, the world's being affected by Donald Trump's spray-on tan. Oh, no. Oh, yikes. A lot of the dialogue in this movie, to me, feels very kind of off-the-page comic booky. Yeah, it's times. very like, this is what I, my plan right. is. This is what yeah. I am doing. Well, they can't. It's a lot of, like, it would have been thought bubble. Right. Right. Stuff, right. But now, they can't thought bubble. Having very little familiarity with Spawn at the time you don't that need I anything. saw this you don't, movie. You don't need to know anything. Right. He's from hell. 
He's burnt. Right. But the, the visual design of Spawn and his cape is so fucking cool. Yeah. The like, big, the just gigantic, just huge cape cape. going and going That's and going. awesome. Yeah. They wanted to have the cape be more, like, you had the cape more often than the movie, but it was way too expensive to do. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not it's not always like the size of Ryan's basement here. Right, right. It's usually just like, you know, Doctor Strange level. Right. Yeah. So the the cape in certain scenes in this movie still looks good. Yeah. Like that I think scene, I know what scene you're talking good, about. But there's, now, there's one, another one in like later in the later, movie we'll, yeah, we'll get to. Where he drops into the ballroom. And that one and uh, when he's brooding outside the church and it's just like blowing in the wind is like the entire screen. Hmm. Um, I thought I, that looked all right. I thought that looked fine. Well, no, I'm saying that's where it looked really good. Oh, yeah, no, no, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. one that did, doesn't look oh, good. Oh, no, 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 when he dropped into the ballroom. Yeah, because no, it's no, no, too no, light. No. no, yeah, it works best when it's, when it's dark and yeah. it's not close up. Well, this could have been a cut later because we just saw him do his, like, deus ex infiltrate the government facility. <laughs> yeah. Because this movie takes place over, like, two days. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> right. it's, it's a very short period of time. Spawn goes from not having any idea what he's doing to I'm not gonna sort of having an yeah. idea of what he's <laughs> not doing. Be Hell's general. And yeah. Well, um, who's it? Clown comments on that that he, you know, he achieves some Super level of quick. functionality in record time or whatever. Yeah. Oof! Did you get that spicer? Wait. <laughs> His collection Sheen of... played Uncle Ben in the Spider-Man reboot. With uh, with Adam Anthony, Garfield, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Garfield, <laughs> Andrew Garfield, Andrew yes, Garfield. Andrew Garfield, Andrew Anthony Adam. Eventually, some, we're some gonna get name. the guy who I a, think Aaron, who I a think Aronson, yep. plays the best Spider-Man of the three Spider-Man really movies. Yes, hmm. I think I think Garfield is the best Spider-Man because he is the he captures cocky the epitome ass. of yeah he captures the epitome of the like cocky jerk Spider-Man where you're right. like okay now I understand why all these adults want to like, kill oh, this I teenager. hate you and, yeah. and again, <laughs> again kind of off topic but I'm hoping that the trajectory is that Holland will get there once he's more confident yeah Holland shows that in the ATM scene <laughs> right anyway yeah have you had to have <laughs> watch that movie <laughs> so here we've I mean this scene coming up is. I'm not sure who he's meeting here. Bad guys. The Swiss. Well, the Swiss. <laughs> yeah, but a bunch of like generic 90s, they are the villains from other countries are here. Yeah. I well, like, it's the Swiss. The Swiss invite everybody. Yeah. I, I like your joke from earlier, Max. It's all the people that were bidding on Bane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we see like Robin. a Russian guy get off, a Asian guy get off, a vaguely Middle right. Eastern guy. The movie? So, so go ahead. I was. I think you and I were about to say the same Probably. thing. This movie has a lot of weird swipes. Yeah, and like it's yeah. not consistent. Some Occasionally, you some of them are good. Some of them are yeah. Shitty. It's yeah. very uneven. There's a lot of unevenness in this movie. And that is supposed to be Angela, the uh, angel who's like hunt who hunts spawns because she has like the spawn little earring thing, huh. which I did not okay. notice until yesterday or two days ago when nice. I watched this. So was that a like, hey, maybe if this movie does well, we'll have another yeah, there, one? Yeah, there her was in plans it? for a sequel, but. I mean, this movie cost forty million to make, made eighty-seven. Nah. Pretty bad reviews, except for Roger Ebert of all people. He gave it three and a half out of four. But um, probably with the financial problems that the comic book industry had, right, immediately around this time, uh-huh. and yeah. not being a huge runaway success financially, probably, you know, tied that or killed that for a bit. Oh, the legal good. troubles that McFarlane would get into with New Gaiman, right. Yep. 
And here we have the standard attire for a 90s female villain. Yeah. Fetish wear and guns. Yeah, but she doesn't she just wears that through the whole movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that her tactical her tactical gear apparently is sparklier than her normal gear. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is where this yeah. is bad cape scene. This is the trailer scene. Like yep. I remember seeing this like the trailer was like him coming down and it looks that looked fine in the 90s. This, yeah. That doesn't look fine anymore. Yeah. And, and again, I think largely because of the lighting mismatch. Yep. Yeah, Spawn works the best when, you know, it's dark out. Like Batman. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, most Unless effects, practical yeah. or CG, tend to work best in low light scenarios. Yeah. But you know, the, the lighting is not matched well between CGI and real. If film. anything, yeah. the lighting in the scene helps you appreciate the details on Michael Jai White's face. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, look at that. Look at that man. The, yep. That's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like a tough beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> he's desiccated. Yeah. That's not Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I wonder what he smells like. Oof. Burnt bacon, apparently. Garbage. Mm. Yeah. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> Look, everything's fine. Why isn't anyone running? I. You can see her walking up. In the, in the previous shot, she's actually coming up on the balcony, way in the back of the shot. Yeah. Which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. I like that they're using guns from Goldeneye in this scene. Yep. Right. <clears throat> that doesn't look bad, actually. No. No. It doesn't look great, but... It doesn't look bad. It's all right. It looks serviceable for the time it was shot. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure in 97, that looked amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate yeah. that line. When it's... That looks better not close up. When he's, like, stumbling through the door and it's just green glowing. Yeah, out yeah. It looks holes, great. That looks fine. That looks fine even right now. Mm. Okay, but it's going to take me a long time yeah. to get out of these... Hammers. <laughs> and these are pretty much spray painted on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have clobs because she hit him. So. There's some. Were you going for Pink Panther? Or were you trying to do Scooby Doo? <laughs> oh no, Pink Panther. Okay. Don't don't ruin the tapestry. Yeah. Psh. That's a great belt. I thought that was yeah. a that was a nice little. You know, thing like in yeah. Dust Till Dawn when Sex Machine has like like oh yeah the pistol the yeah. pistol in his codpiece. Dust Till Dawn is a good pull. That's that a, a great movie. That's, That's a, so I fun. Love that the movie. first one, yeah, the first one's a ton of fun. Yeah. I do like that line. Little way for Halloween. Yeah, we're going good. every day is Halloween. Yeah. Again, to me that that feels very lifted off the page. Yeah, I think that's the only time in this movie his eyes turn red. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, it's the because person who killed him. Right. But I expected it to be more like at the end when he's like confronting uh, right. Jason Wynn. And I do actually really love all the costume swaps from Clown. <laughs> yeah. And I like that the eggs are actually blue. Yeah. Right. I think he, his eyes turn red there because he's supposed to like that's he's killing for vengeance, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe because it's the person who killed him. Yeah. So. Well, well, that was great. Generic bad guys. Yep. I got gotcha. you. Going to yep. kill you. <laughs> That, he had a. Uh, I'll go bye bye. He ushlawed his Granada. <laughs> Just technical difficulties as I karate kick my controller off the table here. Yep. Ow. Ow. <laughs> I, I thought the, the sea lion flippers were dumb. I don't know. 
No, Hell Yeah was Holy Shit before. Ah. Yeah, a little See, bit less swearing. The, the white rifles make me laugh. Y- yeah. They're super <laughs> ridiculous. Ceremonial guard. Yeah. I do like the little sound effects of, like, the suction cups, like, as he's moving. With his, like, gecko feet? His gecko, yeah. Uh, Cogliostro calls Violator a giant gecko later in the movie. Yes, he does, he does. Which is an insult to geckos, and I don't like Cogliostro for it. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, a crusader. What do you think? What, yeah, do you, right. what do you expect? As much as I like that's Michael cool. Jai White. Yeah, that's awesome. Michael Jai White's voice in this movie, the, the actor who plays Cogliostro gets gets the gold because that guy sounds awesome. He died in 2011, mm-hmm. actually. Mm. I, I, the actor's name escapes me, and my phone is not on hand, so it's Nicole something. Way to go, Simmons. Yeah. All that work for nothing. Your cape is mad at you. <laughs> Sergeant Nicholas Angel is going to come after you for dropping... Piece of masonry on Sergeant yeah. Nicholas Angle. Born <laughs> an Angle. Anyway, my favorite movies of all time. I will say it is his best. Yes. Yep. Don't at me if you don't think Hot Fuzz is the best. <laughs> Good cape scene. Yeah. Yep. Super cool. Just awesome. Very Todd McFarlane, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. It almost looks like a butterfly there for a mm-hmm. second. Yeah. Nicole Williamson is the name of the uh, actor who plays Cogliastro. This scene is when the cape looks, I think, looks good. Yeah. That is That's like an iconic, a comic book. That yeah. is an iconic Spawn image, brooding right. over a church. Yep. With great. a gigantic cape. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nope, she's got a bulletproof head. She's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it looks I was like listening she... to a, uh, mm. a scene of, of uh, a scene. A, a podcast of This American Life, I believe, on NPR. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to a... to a, uh, Or no, no, it was, it was The Moth. The Moth Hour. Oh, the Moth tell Radio stories. Hour. Moth yeah. Radio Hour. And they had a, a, a woman on there who had just become a doctor. And she ran into the problem of, how do you declare that somebody's dead? Mm-hmm. She's like, how... Because this family asked if, like, their loved one had passed away. So she kept being like, well, how am I sure? Like, what level do you go to to talk about it? And that's right. what the, immediately they're like, well, she's dead. Like, that's what <laughs> popped into my mind. Like, I yeah. was just like, yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Weird. Just John Leguizamo movie that I saw and remember kind of liking was Summer of Sam. I don't remember much, but hmm. it's an all right movie. Why would you trust this guy if he came yeah. to your office? I love that he's always just in someone's bubble. Yeah. Like he's yeah. always just like petting them and stroking <laughs> people. And I think it's great. His teeth prosthetics are fantastic. Yeah. Too. yeah. Or prosthesis. My wife ah. would be very mad at me. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's not a pun. They're actually your wife's good. always mad at you. Well, that's, no. <laughs> that's, that's we love mo- you, Katie. That's mostly not true. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because prosthetics is the study mm. of it, and prosthesis, prosthesis is the actual item. Yeah. Like his teeth look great. They oh look yeah, really good. Yep. I mean, they're disgusting, but yeah, they yeah. look really good. They're very good at being disgusting. They are convincingly disgusting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. So. Part of the scene that that 
does he ever like drop down and he's like, guess what, Win? My name's Spawn and I'm here to kill you. So like no. he Win, who's supposed to this mastermind, is totally cool. This guy showing up and being like, Hey, that dude that showed up's name is Spawn and like he's bad and I'm gonna take care of him and we're gonna work together. Like, why would There you go. Right. He's gonna kill him, but like yeah. I mean, it's still a thing. I mean, it feels like they've the two have been working together for a number yeah. of years. So yeah, I don't know. Well, the the, be- the beginning of the movie alludes to Clown pulling strings somehow. Oh yeah, with other corporations and entities. For oh, win. for sure. But like, wouldn't you think that this mastermind would suspect? Like, hey, how do you got? How do you know who that was? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. I <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't know. So. As we are drinking shorts, we cannot talk about the big news of shorts. Yesterday, um, not to date this podcast, shorts announced that they are selling 19.99% of their company to Lagunitas, who is owned who is owned by Heineken. Well, Heineken owns 50% of their company. So there's a lot of like, what's this going to do for, sh- for, for, for shorts or for craft beer? Because this is an increasingly common trend. Yeah. Founders sold 30% of their company to a Spanish company or whatever, presumably for increased distribution in Europe. Yeah. When I was in Japan, I went to, to the craft beer market. There was a full-page ad for Founders in a Japanese beer magazine. Mm. And in the cool. bathroom of, of the of the place, there were three bottles of Lagunitas in the corner, kind of like as decoration, kind mm. of. But still, they were there. But still, they were there. And yeah. I, there was also a American restaurant I went to that had bottles of Lagunitas. You could Traditional get. toilets are okay. modern. Um, <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah, this is the scene. This that's is okay. Weird to yeah, me. Uh, the clown as the as the cheerleader. Yeah, it's so nineties too. Yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> I like it though because to it's, me it's it's, stu- it's stupidly catchy because it's been it, stuck in my head for a couple yeah, days. Right, right. It's that, but it's also the the violator has this just kind of whimsy to him. You know, he's yeah. a terrible, terrible entity being. But he's just kind of wacky. Yeah, you know, he's, all, he's all scrawny, though. Yeah. That's probably why. Um, so going back. So for the longest time, Shorts's motto was made in Michigan, only in Michigan. Mm. So it wasn't until last year that they started distributing outside of the state. Okay. And it was only like last year that they started canning all their stuff, which they were slow to can their stuff. I mean, they're known for like all their crazy stuff. Yeah. But I think in cans, you can get Humaluma, Humalupa. Soft Parade and Bel Air Brown, hmm. which are like those are like their big beers. Yeah, yep. And um, just thinking about like the brewery, they probably sold for distribution purposes. That was as soon as you said it was Lagunitas because they're so West Coast focused. That was my assumption was that mm. that's mm. what they were going for. Makes sense because because Lagunitas actually has very recently made their way into Michigan. Yeah, about uh two or three years. Yeah, it, it's from a from a comparative perspective to craft beer in Michigan, they're a very newcomer to our area, mm-hmm. but a very big brewery. Yeah, they're very, but it still was one of those things where it, was, it makes sense that as they've come in, they've, they've probably been doing a little scouting now that they're in Michigan to see what they want to do mm-hmm. and where they could benefit from. But that means they're gonna be able to pull all of shorts is going to go West now is what yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so, like, I mean, like I was saying, you know, Shorts has their their main staple beers, and to 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 maintain competitive because the amount of craft beers in the country has almost tripled in 
five or six years. It was like two thousand. It's almost six thousand now. So like to main to to maintain a spot in the market, they have to be able to distribute more, distribute further, and they thinking about like the guys at shorts and the beers that they brew, like the beers we're drinking today, they probably don't want to invest all the capital to be able to do that. They want to keep doing um, cra- uh, crayon rainbow fish or whatever this beer is called <laughs> that we're having. Yeah. Yeah. Crayon pony fish. Cray- yeah. yeah. Or uh, the beer I had at theirs at Beer Fest last week, which was Ants on a Lager, <laughs> which is a lager made with celery, peanut butter, and raisins. Okay. Which surprisingly, surprisingly was pretty good. So, so can we pause real quick and talk about how much of a jerk oh, yeah, that this, guy was? and was like, screw your dog, we're going home. Yeah. Right. Now, what the hell, man? Also, well, considering you saw someone get killed. Yeah. yeah. Also, about the, the dog being named Spaz, did, in the opening credits, one of the uh, lead special effects guys, his nickname is Spaz. So yeah. I wonder if that was oh. a call to that dude. Maybe. I want to punch this hobo dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that his accent is so thick and his yeah. son's isn't. Yeah. Maybe he came to L.A. thinking he'd be in Hollywood and ended mm. up on the streets with a kid. <laughs> so I guess, like, the main question about this whole craft beers being bought by larger entities is, do you guys think it's a good thing? It's a bad thing? What I mean, what's the... What's what's your your general take on this? I think it. I mean, it can be both simultaneously. I think as as industries grow up, this just happens. Mm-hmm. Right. I get something that, that comes along with it. Um, I don't. If they're small investments like this, mm-hmm. that makes a lot more sense from a dis- from just doing distribution standpoints. What you don't like to what I don't like to see is that that group that essentially that Anheuser-Busch owns just buying up breweries left and right, like full, full buyouts yeah. of breweries. Yeah. That, that to me is not good. I don't mind the larger breweries buying small stakes in order to get that kind of distribution access. Um, there's dog c- hangs out on the banister. Yeah. It's a cat, a nimble one. Yeah. There's a, there's a bit of a parallel going on right now in the board game industry where mm-hmm. Hasbro and Asmodee are purchasing up basically every company out there. Mm-hmm. And that's where I don't want to see craft brewing going. Yeah. Well, craft brewing has got this interesting kind of safeguard built into it. So the American craft brewers association states that to be considered a craft brew, it's, you can only produce so many barrels per year. And um, no individual party besides the founders can own more than 20% of your company. And you cannot have sold off more than 25% of your company. So so, be, so that is why the 19.99% is very, very significant to the... Yeah. And in most places have reported that it's short sold off 20%. And then they make a little caveat saying like there, there's a Almost. rule saying that they... Yeah. You know, so... So, te- so technically, Founders is not considered a craft brewery anymore because they sold 30% of their company, but Michigan still considers it a craft beer. Do the doctors really need to know? No, It seems like you they could don't. hand up a yeah. thing and say, hey, put this in the guy, and that's all they would need to know. Okay. Yeah. They didn't take the Hippocratic Oath. Also, it doesn't seem like he'd be awake for this. Yeah, he is having conscious open-heart surgery. Yeah. Yes. Surprised he's not smoking. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I have no idea where Clown is supposed to be at this moment. It looks like Wynn's office, maybe? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Just comes and goes as he pleases. They did a good job making his hands look fat, too. Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Which, unfortunately, Violator looks horrendous. Supposedly, that was, like, the most difficult thing, most difficult special effects thing they did in this movie. So... I don't think Violator looks horrendous a lot of the times. Really? There's yeah. parts where he looks okay. When yeah. it's the model, he looks he look, okay. He looks okay. The model a couple looks times, okay, but I don't think he looks anywhere near as bad as any of the hell scenes. No, oh, no, 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 no. No, he doesn't. But comparatively, com- what the clown looks like because he's so practical. Oh yeah, it's all to, practical compared to Violator. He does not look great, in mm-hmm. my opinion. No. I, and I think part of the big reason to me why a lot of the hell stuff looks bad, particularly Malbogia, is that he does not. His mouth doesn't move the way it's supposed to. No, it's too fast. It's just, it's just it would well, have been too it, fast. It's too much for the technology at the time. Yeah, he just has an open mouth and just makes noise. Yeah, like speaks. I like that idea actually, of the mouth just not even close to matching the words, but really? it just everything looks crappy about it. Everything. Malvojo Polygon good counts are low. Texture textures are bad. I will say that when it's bad. zoomed out and it's not close up on his face, he looks okay. But when they do like his entire face is the screen, that's right. when it's and he's bad. speaking and it's just like I, my uh, mouth yeah, is like open. vaguely like moving. Yeah, he just looks like a one of those still shots of Jared Kushner. <laughs> yep. I don't think Kushner can actually talk. He just projects his thoughts. <laughs> it, that it was actually. Having him speak was a big deal in front of the White House because he hasn't. Anyway. Apparently that wasn't worthy of captioning Netflix. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From a you don't know perspective, like it's a twist that the clown is also Violator. Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew when I saw this. Yeah, this is a cool scene when he starts beating up on him and he's like, oh, guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. Spaz. Good dog. Spaz sprung a leak. He's so good. Like, you wouldn't know that that was John Leguizamo. Right. Yeah. I think that, like, you can kind of make out his face a little bit, like, around the cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah, That looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Good Christ, that's bad. But no, it's it's a it's, it is a great the, costume. The really bad Spawn video games on PlayStation One that came out. I remember um, that you could like rip people's limbs off and use them as weapons, but also they I were just that terrible. One. Yeah, I played one for the GameCube. Hmm. It was like a third person beat him up. It was okay. Now here's the reveal. Yeah. See, it's it's weird because like. It looks it's not good, terrible. but it this doesn't. Was... Yeah. I do like how just the face is still how blue. Elaborate it is, yeah, and how the, the the face paint is one of the last parts to evolve. Yeah. yeah. I I like the elaborateness of it. I obviously the design I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This looks. <laughs> it's weird because it looks good. In that the whole scene has is downgraded has a downgraded visual fidelity, so it looks good in that mm-hmm. shot right there. But 
This is weird. The uh, the tongue is an interesting thing they keep between the clown and and violator. Mode. Right. Yeah. I think it's a cool little effect that they don't do the jaw extending until later later in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of his like signature like looks. I guess is the exaggerated uh, jaw. But that that's a lot of um. Uh. McFarlane stuff. Batman has exaggerated tongue. Violator's got the jaw. Yeah. The symbiotic nature of the costumes. Yep. That's Todd McFarlane. Yeah. He gone. <laughs> he said it was very surreal having, having like, in, in a couple seconds here, we're going to see Spawn pull a gun on a hobo. And <laughs> it's, he said it was very surreal to have his own creation, like, pull a gun on him. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. there he is. Oh, that's him? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I see it. I see it now. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> do, you, do you think Michael Jai White can see out of that mask? That's a good question. I don't think I don't so. Know. I think the answer is no. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the eyes are completely CG. I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet practical. They look they look like They look lights. they look backlit to me. Yeah. Yep. My guess is that he cannot see out of that costume. I mean it could just be a some um, some polycarbonate what he has. Like green LEDs, kind of like around the outside of his eyes, so he can still see through. Yeah, maybe. But from outside, maybe. it just appears to be. But I think they're definitely practical. Yeah. yeah, I'm not seeing any of the artifacts of, you know, post production stuff. Which had to make no, shooting I, I a lot think of these scenes. movements are too fluid to not be able to see. I don't know. If you do something, <laughs> enough iterations, you'll you'll have it down pretty well. Right. And they are very short cuts. Yeah. When he has the mask on? Yeah. Yeah. We'll never know. Zaps. <laughs> Someone missing a dog zaps. Well, there's some digital effects there with the smoke. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, the suit still looks good. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it looks great. It's a clean design. Mm-hmm. It's not overdone. And... It, they wouldn't have known it then, but it is a texture that is not the combat fabric that every freaking superhero suit is made out of right now. Yeah. it's a That's what I, I really enjoyed seeing that out of this, is that it's a completely different texture. Yeah. It looks like the virus is about to take a shit before he uh, transforms yeah. back. That transformation actually isn't bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael <laughs> yeah, like is just chewing the scenery. He's so good. It's, it's 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 the best uh, best performance we've seen of him um, so far in the podcast. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so just going back to the discussion mm. about shorts and such. I mean, as long as the brewery keeps producing the quality beers that they can. You know, if they're going to offset all of their right. can production to somewhere else, I'm fine with that. If they're going to keep doing their crazy one-offs, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine with more people being able to get the beers that we enjoy in our state. I've, uh, I've got brewery friends or beer podcast friends in uh, Missouri. I met some really cool guys from Toronto and Montreal at the beer fest from uh, Beer and Other Shit. They have a good podcast. Um, who were they were visiting, and um, if you know, people outside our area can get some of these beers that we enjoy on a regular day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, more power to it. Yeah. 
I'm not going to be all greedy with my hop slam and uh, stuff. And that's the common quandary to expanding, right? You, you don't want to lose what made you great in the first place, just regardless of your circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but as we've been, you know, saying in the last kind of year or so, because we're getting upon a year of uh, Good Brews, Bad Views, this will actually be the one-year anniversary episode when this is released. Yay, one Woo! year. Yay. Um, pot, I mean, uh, craft beers, I feel like, really exploded in the last year. Yeah. Truth. Bells is the sponsor for the sailboat race to Mackinac Island, which is, like, oh, the really? whitest thing in the state of Michigan. The one from, what, Port Huron to? Port Huron to Mackinac, Mackinac Island. Island. Yeah. Yeah. And they are also they they are the sponsor until 2019. They okay. have two-hearted fishing lures now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they are, you know, it's. it's I want to know more about that. Yeah, it's insane. Um, founders had a beer commercial for selling beers at Meyer, and then it was like also find beers like Bells and Shorts at yeah. Meyer. So, which I had never seen before, not counting Sam Adams, but Sam Adams is a whole other thing. Right. So also that, that well, and founders made blue. the founders made the. Mm-hmm. Um, very recently just had the the celebration of Mike Sadler, the uh, Michigan State punter who was killed about a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did his beer out there, too. So, the, I mean, they're they're stepping into statewide events at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're they're getting to that point. When um when Oberon came out, I was watching the news that morning. They're like, it's Oberon Day. Yeah. And I'm like, what? But, you know, everyone knows these breweries around here, even people who don't really drink beer sure like, yeah I can, name, I can name craft beers my mom likes i can name craft beers that people who don't really drink beer like like our friend jess loves m43 my coworker lisa loves vanilla java porter i mean there's something for everyone within this market right yeah bitch need to find it no. yeah so back to spawn now we, we just saw you know some people get carted away and uh, cogliostro is imparting wisdom on spawn here that you know you're your anger is their pain, blah, blah, blah. The dark but, side of but the a, spawn. <laughs> right. But again, given the widespread destruction and just like famine and nastiness that's happening in, in the fiction of this movie right now, we've only seen about seven people the entire <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's true. Yep. So if, if Al is all burned and horrible and everything, and that's why he died, mm-hmm. do you think Cogliostra is hiding his horrible death injury underneath his cloak yeah i mean they said he was a soldier or something like that he probably got like he's that he probably probably got run through yeah which is probably why he wears armor stab me once shame on you (laughs) (laughs) he uses that line a lot i'm gonna nail xyz yeah it's the 90s Mm. people were nailing everything apparently back to this this set i mean this roof yep they paid a lot of money for it so i guess they're gonna use it some more yeah Dutch angle. <laughs> Where did he get all these guns from? He robbed the place. Remember? Did he actually rob it? Yeah. He, yeah. There was he a montage ones, of him like yeah, stealing guns. I completely missed that. To be honest with you. Yeah, this is cool. But for as many times as Cogliostro appears to circle spawn, there are only like five and a half loops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's Cabal from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> shot what i don't is cogliostro still important he hasn't glowed green in a while I don't yeah know. i'm confused are we sure he's still mystical 
translating your thought into any of your many languages, like the Babelfish. <laughs> so this whole the dialogue in this scene is very '90s to me, in that it's like they just can't be like, "Hey, you went you're to magic. hell, and now you're magic because you're like full of hell." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a training it, montage without the montage. But yeah. they're talking with it too. They're like, "Hey, it's all." Uh, you have millions of neurotransmitters oh, that yeah. do it's this like and blah, blah. It's like, no, just too he's, much. he's full of hell. Well, yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> all sorts of hell. Yeah. yeah. I do like the Yoda line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy sounds so cool. I love his voice. Love it. Whack. Chains look fine. They look like uh, knockoff versions of the things from uh, Deep Rising. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. I, I was gonna same I was here. Gonna, I think yeah. I was gonna say they look like Todd to to pull more on the '90s. Say they look like Todd McFarlane's versions of a yo-yo ball. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Do you little tricks? <laughs> what was that? Uh, that cartoon where it was like the the group of five kids who were all different birds, bird colors, and one of them had like a bladed yo-yo. Oh, um, Gotcha Man. No, it wasn't Gotcha Man. Well, I think that's the original anime that it's based, based off, off of. Yeah. Okay, but it's the you know what I'm talking about, right? There's like a they all have uh, helmets with like the visors are are like beak shaped that are yeah. see through. Oh yeah. yeah, now now I and can, it was clearly I can that cartoon got on Cartoon Network and they clearly edited all the blood out of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like most anime in the I think I'm gonna do a GBBV first here, and I'm just gonna step away just real quick from my mic. I'll be right back. Oh. Oh wow. Oh, boy. Ryan really hates this scene. Yeah. <laughs> this is very, very important. Nice. I like this scene, though. Yeah. I like that he's in the trucker hat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. There's a trucker hat on. It's amazing. The The costume changes he has are just wonderful. Yeah, they're, yep. really, they're really fun. I like how in this scene you can clearly tell that's a helmet the guy is wearing. The, the, the <laughs> yeah, with, with two glowy things on yep. it. Because the head gets, like, unexpectedly big. There yeah. was that quick cut just then when the, the truck hit the fence and the fence hit the bike mm-hmm. where I am convinced that the stunt rider was just sent just careening into just the distance. Wiped, wiped him like, out. He got wiped Good word out. There, Ryan. <laughs> careening. <laughs> this he is very... a grenade launcher yeah, now. No, this, this is, you know... F- Form two of, of of a video game boss. That's oh gosh, yeah, like yeah. this level must be hell for <laughs> Super Nintendo. The whole necro goo thing, I think, is very dumb. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, the 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 clown doesn't have to reload either. He just has an unlimited grenade magazine right, right here. Yeah. Cape time. Yeah. I thought I always thought that, that that was a little cool how they, yeah. the cape becomes like this although I, HR Geiger. Right. Although I didn't thing. notice it the first time, but I did watching it the second time and then today. The texture on the bike when the cape first forms is very different from the texture on the bike when we see the practical shots yeah. immediately yeah. following. I, I do that, like that when that he's truck getting, was on the way to Nick Studios. <laughs> yeah. When he's getting hit, you can see the like the energy kind of like the, well, the like, ener- when the energy's going, you can see underneath the cape. You can see the tire a little bit too. Oh, so it's okay. cool that it's not like it's still a cape. Yeah. Cape looks okay here. Yeah, it's all yeah. right. It's not the best cape. When the, no. in this when movie. it gets overly complicated is when the problem comes in. Like when mm-hmm. it's blowing off to the side or when it's doing um when it, 
like that scene doesn't look great because it's moving from one shoulder over to the other, mm-hmm. and they just didn't have the computing back then to pull that off. I don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it just floats away. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Another, another trailer shot coming up here. Right there? Just, yeah, or yep. walking away from the fire. I mean, it doesn't look bad. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all CG. Yep. But it still doesn't look bad. And that was a nice little transition of the cape blocking out the camera here. Yep. <laughs> that face. Mm. Also the longest night ever. Yeah. James, is this is this the anime you were talking about? Let me look. Give me that yes. phone. Yes, this is that's exactly yep. what I was talking gotcha about. Gotcha Man. It's Gotcha Man. Hmm. Okay. It may have had another name at one point, but the, the source material is Gotcha Man. Okay. Yeah, I've at least heard of Gotcha Man. Yeah. Like when I've, you said like nineties animated bird helmets, I'm like, uh or or bird people, I'm like, uh I've saw yeah. a lot of anthropomorphic nineties cartoons. Hmm. I dinosaurs, think... dogs, dinosaurs. Yeah. monkeys. I think that, that was done. It had a different name when I was watching it. I think have, it did when we got here. Yeah, it was something like it. five or something like yeah. that. When I, but Bird Force Five? No, it's not Bird Force Five. <laughs> Thank you, Tarantino. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not dropping n bombs. Yeah, Fox Force Five. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to explain Max's joke for you, audience. Thanks, buddy. Great, yeah. Because the small amount of people who listen to this podcast. Yep. I probably have not seen Pulp Fiction with 90s Skype. So what? Oh, yeah. I like the video connection here. We don't. This is in the 90s. Skype doesn't work this well right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a touchscreen. You know, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I thought about that. I guess the implication is they have some sort of like super futuristic tech, you know, just, They're just like accessible to these guys. The ARPANET that, that <laughs> apparently the uh, the newscaster just happens to have also. Yep. Are you here to kill me? I do appreciate that Martin Sheen shows up in his dress pants and a motorcycle jacket. Mm. (laughs) See, this is the 90s where all the computer exists within the monitor. Hey, where are all the files? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I heard that the second Zoolander was a travesty. Yeah, I did too. That's unfortunate. So yeah, look at how short he is, Martin Sheen here. Yeah, he is short. <laughs> Does it bother anybody else that the the apocalypse is supposed to happen and quote only millions of people are supposed to die? Mm, all the important ones. Like it should be billions. Yes, right. Humanity doesn't know that word yet. <laughs> if he wants to be a millionaire, it's not a show yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's also a trailer shot, right. if I recall. I like the effect on his eyes, though. Yeah, yeah they're he subtle He does a right really there. good job of being a creepy clown. Yes, he does. Remember me? <laughs> that looks atrocious. That's, yeah, the eyes That's and the tongue. Way to, be, way to be Cyan, though. Yeah. Way to not deal with this. Yeah. yeah. That That threat there... Is a lot more important to the audience because we've seen Violator. Yeah, we know yeah. what could happen to this guy, and he has no idea. There's <laughs> also just a level of menace to it, right? Yes, he's always been all goofy, but when he gets like that actual serious tone in his voice, it's right. a good. 
rhymes, dog. Yeah. The guns are all kind of cool looking in this movie. I mean, they all look kind of the same. Uh, but We don't need that. Yeah. No. Like, we know what's in there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, when does I don't know if I would say the guns look cool. I mean, th- that's that's, that, that's obviously a fake gun. That's fine. But, the, I mean, like, the gun Spawn uses was okay, because it's yeah. an actual, like, actual gun. <sighs> he looks reptilian here. He does, yeah. Very yeah. lizard-like, because it looks like he has no lips. Reptile. Yeah. I've got no lips to make my words. Everything's fine. This is a big house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Badass CIA. Ought to be yeah. pulling in some buku bucks. Yeah. I like that subtle look right I, there. Yeah. I haven't noticed that. that the yeah. eyes. The, eyes? Up the eyes. Yep. I mean, obviously, I was not paying that close of attention to this movie. <laughs> yep. But that's a cool cue. It's yeah. a really, really yeah. cool cue. He's got a good vocal range, yeah. Michael Dry White. Yep. Evil Bartlett. Uh, uh, uh. He's got. You can tell he's evil because he has a beard. Yeah. You leave beards alone. <laughs> Whatever, evil Max. Mm. <laughs> I'm about to lose the beard anyway. Oh. Mm. Mine's rubbing up on my pop screen right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be back in like a month. <laughs> It needs a vacation, too. It's all your fault, Spawn. It's all your fault, Spawn. <laughs> now fight me. Yeah. <laughs> In my fight me, final you burnt-ass bitch. Yeah. yeah. See, that's when I would expect his eyes to go all red, because he's all like, you killed my wife. Right, exactly. Yeah. I think it's just when he kills the person, though. Hmm. Maybe. Wait, where did this ball gag come from? Yeah, this from? is the exact thing I was going to ask. Like, but that's that's a good point, though. If if his eyes only went red when he was attempting to kill someone, that would be a cool pull at the end of the movie for them to turn red here because you're like, well, maybe he's going to kill Wynn. Yeah. No, no, I, what I think is like, because he's full of hell, <laughs> when he shoots the, like, hell knows that when he shoots the bullets that will kill her and mm-hmm. her eyes oh, turn the, red, the, the, that, like, that the, the act, act has of occurred. killing her mm. okay. is, is what turns his so, eyes red. Not so like, it's, I want to kill you. Right, so it's an indication of occurring, not a prediction of. Exactly, okay, yeah. I see. Because oh, there, there it is, red. It went red. Did it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. His eyes went red. I'm not rewinding to look at this, even though I've watched this movie Oof. half a dozen yeah. times. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they are red right yeah. now. Those fucking horrid I really sprites. had to like, look closely to see that. The The lighting from the fireplace against yeah, yeah. the makeup made it very hard to, to, to tell. Yeah, they, they could have saturated to, it a little in more. In comparison to before when it was against that, like, that right. uh, beige, back, beige background. And, and now he's spooky Neo from The Matrix, I mm-hmm. guess. No, he's spooky Superman. <laughs> right. He's both. <laughs> Both are Je- both are a Jesus and or Moses allegory. He's the uh, he's the what the angel from the end of the Constantine movie that pulls the cancer out of Constantine's lungs. You mean I the like devil? The, the devil, yeah. Movie. I, I like played the, by one Peter Stormare. I yeah. liked the Constantine TV show. Hmm. That was very good, and I'm sad that it got canceled. Although I do think it's hilarious that the CW pulled him back in for like two episodes of Arrow. <laughs> nice. 
Let me actually watch that show, despite writing 100,000 words about that comic. Hmm. It's it's worth watching. It's pretty good. It gets really good towards the end. Yeah. It's weird that, sh- that the clown pulls out a knife to cut his throat when there is a knife sticking out of his chest. Right. I think they were going for, like, I want the sickle look or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What is on Wynn's left hand? Did anyone else notice that? A glove? Or a watch? It's I don't know. weird. Oh, no. It, it's um, it's a brace. He, he got his arm hurt after the spawn invasion at the party. So uh-huh. he, was, he was wearing that during the um, surgery scene. Yep. I just kept thinking of uh, David Duchovny's character from Zoolander. <laughs> mm. Oh, with the hand inside yeah, the, the bubble? Yeah, the hand model. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a... <laughs> A poke at Martin Sheen's movie, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Still haven't seen it. I do what? own it. I do own it now, though. I bought it on Blu-ray. Did you buy Apocalypse Now Redo? Uh, I think it has both versions, I okay. think. Hmm. I Watch recently that one. obtained a copy of the work cut, which is like five hours long. Wow. Nice. I've yet to actually sit down and watch it, because watching, <laughs> watching Redo when I was like half sick was like... One of the most, like, surreal experiences of my life. Oh, I'm sure. As well as watching um, A Scanner Darkly when I was also kind of sick. Uh, I've never seen that. I've always wanted to. Don't watch it while you're (laughs) sick. It's got a headache. Noted. Just just from the visuals, not because it's, like, a hard story to understand, but... Mm. Yeah. Apocalypse Now Redo is just, like, this... I don't know. It's... It's it's an experience. Yep. No, I think I'm just going to give up. Yeah. They should have had him say, damn, every time his suit did anything in this movie. It'd be three <laughs> hours long. Whee! The clown face in the fire didn't look bad. Yeah. I, I like it because it looks... His hair mm-hmm. kind of look like um, Violator horns. Violator's horns. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. and the the blue face flames. Yep. Here we are back to PS One Hell. This is so bad. This is rough. The green screen is just so. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect sound for that yeah. shot. <laughs> CG violator, so, so yeah. bad. So sword, so bad. Oh, he I himself here, is though, CG. That sequence of violators' motions, grab and charge, I believe, is ex- is identical to the motions that he attacks Spawn with in the alley. I think they reuse the exact same animation. That would not surprise. I me. would not be surprised. It just looks terrible here because of you everything. can't even tell what's going on in this fight because it looks so bad. The, the yeah. background is so busy, like things yep. are repeatedly falling or raising, mm-hmm. and I like how Spawn comes in like by his chains or whatever. Right. It's a cool like he's all get over here. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting over there. Yeah, <laughs> like this is so. <laughs> this looks bad. The camera's guys. move. Yeah, it camera's moving way too much. Yeah. Yeah, like you, like you can't even really tell what he did there. You you get the idea based off of the, like the mm. scream and the little bit of blood you see, and the cutting of frames there when he's mm. flying through the air. Like this is yeah. the texturing is bad. Everything. Oh so. god. 
I mean, it has the potential to be a very, very cool sequence. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, if anything, I would like to see this movie be redone today just for, like, how they would do Capability the Capability of effects, yeah. 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 That looks... <laughs> uh, yeah, this is rough. This is real bad. See, I don't think he can look out of that screen. Or those those oh, lenses. I, I don't think he can. So in addition to everything about this scene and this army being terrible looking, <laughs> it also sounds terrible. It sounds like, like they got two guys to just be like, all right, mumble angrily. Yeah, yeah like right there. That was it. That was so pixely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you think they just had... Michael Jai White just like randomly dance and cheer like in a variety of poses to do all these CG spawns. They must have. Potentially, yeah. This seems easy. Yeah. Yeah. Like like he just wipes out part of the army. Well, yeah, was Al Simmons imbued with such a level of power that he's this far above everyone else? It, yeah, it seems like he doesn't need an army. It seems yeah. like you could just win with spawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe because he's on, he's in hell, so he's got go more power go spawn rockets. <laughs> My hitherto undiscovered powers have saved me this entire ba, fight. Al Simmons, <laughs> travel by fireplace. I like it. Yeah. Well, they did say diagonally. Ah, you say Harry ah. Potter comes out next. This is normal. Everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Albus Spondledore. <laughs> Spondledore. You're a wizard, Cyan. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is fine. Go to bed. We'll sit down right here real quick. <laughs> Cogliostro. B.A. You're bad. in the same room with yeah. them. They can hear you saying this. Your word, your, your maybe the voice is too <laughs> gravelly for them not to hear it. Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're talking on spawn wavelengths. <laughs> Only they can hear each other. Maybe. All right, Cogway, I said, don't you lethal weapon? I'm too old for this, you bullshitter. <laughs> yeah. Shit, dog. Uh, I don't kill your ass. I like that because that points to. That points to the fact that he's probably killed other other hellspawns before. Oh yeah, before. right. Yeah. Spells. Oh look at you! You're all limpy and hurt. Yeah. What's up, hobo kid? Hobo child. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting effect that they chose here. Yeah, yeah to, to be rippling like, underneath the surface. Thingy. Yeah. Yeah. The flame turning blue hints towards what is happening. Right. Yeah. I remember there was like a not really like a playset, but like a diorama where it was like the violator like coming out of the wall with his head oh, and cool. Al Simmons against the wall. I don't think he looks bad when he's coming out of the wall. Actually. No. See, this doesn't look bad there, but again, it's a, it's a darker scene. Yeah. And then in a moment here, we'll get the the jaw expansion. He distends the jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Spawn's solution is the same for everything. Two words: more spikes. <laughs> yeah. See. Crunch. It's awesome. Yeah. Spawn's auditioning as a member of Slipknot. <laughs> I thought this was very cool. Yeah. This idea. Yep. 
Because <laughs> you haven't really seen him do too much of this change besides repel the things. Yeah. Mm. I, I like that it turns into the clown head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that looks bad, though. The head looks fine. The ooze looks bad. Yes. <laughs> the ar, 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 yeah. is what I like right there. That's great. <laughs> this that was that looks bad. That, that looks, looks no bad, good. and then this looks real bad. Yeah, when this starts yeah. the fully on melt. Somewhere Joel Schumacher is like, no, <laughs> you don't kill the villains. Hey, you leave Joel Schumacher alone. <laughs> okay, don't leave him that alone. But <laughs> And then it's a buddy cop movie yeah. for about eight seconds. Yep. I want more of that. Needs a, needs, needs a saxophone in the background, <laughs> like playing slowly in a minor key. I, I like the police car that's apparently just like a dune buggy with an M60. <laughs> this actor's name is D.B. Sweeney. D.B. Sweeney. Good. Rolls out the tongue nicely. Yeah, totally. That's supposed to be Sam and Twitch, two of like the, the cops who are always in Spawn. Okay. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis first got his big break like writing the Sam and Twitch spinoff series. Okay. Who with Brian Michael Bendis being one of the big like Marvel, Marvel writers now. Okay. The... Uh... The news anchor, she reminds me of the actress that plays, um, uh, I can't think of her name. Char- she, give me the character then. She is the, uh, I, she's from Firefly. Oh, um, the companion. Anara. 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 Yeah, she reminds me of Anara. The brunette from Deadpool, right? Yes. Yeah, correct. Marina Baccarin. Marina, yeah, thank you. Or however the hell you say her name. This yep. is a nice Shiku. little panning shot from down to the street, up the spiral staircase, right. towards the the rooftop. She actually just got... they get engaged to uh, the guy from um, Gotham? Hmm. The guy who's in... Uh, the guy also in the OC? Yes. Oh. Yep. Well, I can't think of his name right now. I'm. I, you know me. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. Rips. Gonna add that to the drinking game list. After <laughs> Max can't remember someone's name, Ooh. or mispronounce or misnames the Prepare name. Prepare your gullets. Yeah. Cape looks really good here. I think. Yeah, I like that it goes black at points. Yeah, like yeah. it gets really dark. I think it's also the lighting. It's supposed to be you know like yeah, yeah. The, right, right. That looks awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. I think, I think this, cool. Look, this shot looks way better than the previous one. I agree. That's not necessary. Yeah, I that, don't need. Well, that's shot. like the that's like the poster where it was like his face kind of looking out. So yeah, spawn, spawn, spawn. spawn. Ninety minutes of mild entertainment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that brings us into view. Or before we get to view again, brew again. Any any final thoughts? Um, I wish there was more, not in length. But I wish they had just done more with the material. Okay. I I think this has the potential to have been a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think that they they didn't move fast enough for how little they of exposition they actually do. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of the exposition is front loaded because that that scene where Spawn crashes through the skylight and attacks Jason when that's forty five minutes in, yeah, that's half, that's half of the movie, right? 
and if they wanted to do a slower movie like this, they needed to build more as to what's going on. Like Ryan said, like mm-hmm. they didn't talk Showed about how, like the, the world is under, under siege and degradations going on and everything else is happening. Like it doesn't, you, you don't feel enough of what's happening in the world, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the movie isn't fast enough to get over the fact that like, he's just very laser focused on doing these things over the ne- over two mm-hmm. nights. Yeah, it it might be a different in the time that this movie was filmed is that it was in the 90s and because it was focusing so much on like people living on the streets and like the violence of it that you just assume like, oh, things are bad. Look at all these people living on the streets and whatever. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Could be wrong. So, Ryan, anything to add? No, I mean, I think a lot of this movie is just a victim of the time and environment it was made in and during. Um but yeah, a lot more of the scale of, of the destruction and the virus is something that I, I really wanted to see, not because that like you know I want to see people die, but mm-hmm. I thought it would help with the narrative, help with the contextualizing a lot of what was going on. Um, but I'm I'm kind of okay with this movie as a slice of the '90s life for me <laughs> overall. Yeah, like this, it had a lot of things that I was like, man, I was very excited for, it and I thought were very cool, uh, effects wise, just um, character wise, theme wise. But I, I acknowledge that it's got just a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I, I would say the greatest really kind of thing about this movie is, again, this was only five years five years of franchise when they're yeah. like, let's spend $40 million to make this movie. I mean, you had a bunch of failed Marvel movies in the 90s that never got made. Um, you had you know, all your Batman movies. Then you had your pulp revivals with um, the Phantom and the Shadow. But those and the Rocketeer. Like 50 years. Rocketeer. So those, but those were all things that had like decades of, you know, true, yeah, of you stuff know, fan behind base them, and all that. yeah. But this is something you know, the new hotness, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, I guess uh, it kind of goes segues into view again, brew again. Unless, sorry, I cut you off. Interestingly, I'm guessing that they were probably ex uh, ILM folks. Yes, they said ILM was people who did the. Uh, no, there was a one of the visual effects companies was called was banned from the ranch incorporated, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming is a nod to Skywalker yeah. Ranch. But they did have ILM listed in the earlier yeah, in, in the credits. Okay, yeah, as doing some so of the they, stuff. They, so they had, had a couple. They had a number of companies doing special yeah, effects sure. on this. Um, Brew again, absolutely. Yeah, I like this a lot. I really enjoy it. Um, the wine taste to it, I I really like. I think that's I, what sold it for me on this beer when I when I was at Schwartz and this was part of the flight that I got. Um, <laughs> this was actually the last one that I tried two of the five that I got in the flight. Okay. And the other things I had, they I like to try stuff that is unique, but I might not like, which is fine because I tried a couple of different IPAs they had there. But when I got to this, I was like, okay, this is exactly what I want to drink. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and it's that little bit of wine. Wine, the tannin taste. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. a bit of the tannin in there, and it's not overwhelming, but it's the suggestion of wine. Yeah, but it's 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 very well balanced in that regard, and I really really like this beer. Yeah, I I um with going to, going to visit my grandfather. We're we're Portuguese, so he he brings home port from Portugal, actually. Um, mm-hmm. and so I've been getting more and more into port. I've been buying. Yeah, some. you said you just bought some recently. Yeah, I've been you? buying some. Um. So it might be that's one of the reasons why I'm noticing the wine more than anything else, mm-hmm. in the, or not anything else, but noticing it in here. But I really do like that taste in there. Right aging, now. aging really a good. beer in a wine barrel definitely adds a lot to it. Yeah, sometimes it can kind of be overpowering. Um, I, I think, think the sour cuts it. The though. the Brett the Brett Simonese cuts it definitely. Uh, it lets you at some of the fruit come more. 
come through a little more, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good beer. Like, I feel like wine barrels are the new bourbon barrel. Because sours are becoming more of a thing. Yeah, and, and you, sours can are more receptive to it. Yeah. I can see that. So, yeah, brew again for sure. Um, I yeah, may, maybe view again. I might put this on. I I don't. I'd probably be doing something kind of like background noise. Yeah, it's our TNT movie kind of deal. Our, like our TNT. But well, but less. Uh, I if it was on TNT, I probably wouldn't stop and watch it. It's mm-hmm. more of a background movie for me. Like, hey, I just need some noise and something where I can like. If my ear perks up and like, oh hey, yeah, a cool this, cape this, this thing's coming, coming up. up. Yeah, I, I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. I, I like I said, I just I just wish there was more. All right, mm-hmm. Ryan. Um, I it should be clear in my thoughts on the beer. Yeah, brew again for certain. This is this is very good. Again, this top two top two sours easily. Um. Uh, view again? Yes, I would view this again. I I have a very I have a real soft spot for this movie. I remember being very excited to go see this in the theater, being just amped up for. I, I'm I'm very much a fan of uh, supernatural things. Okay. In movies and books and games, so to have kind of a very just supernaturally based superhero, and I, I wasn't as well versed in comics. It sounds like when I was younger, as you guys may have been. Or well, no, my, all my comic stuff is from the age of nineteen on. So right. So, but I was very into this idea of a supernatural hero who was also fairly dark. Like, like the, everything about that was was appealing to me. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would watch this movie again. I'd sit down. I wouldn't like have people over and sit down and watch it, or just sit down myself and watch it. If not for the podcast, but well, maybe I might. You know what? Maybe I might. <laughs> well, I, you I, and you and uh, Randy, who was on for. Um... Uh, running man, I've been right. doing your Children of the Corn marathon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been a trip, you guys. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, we're seven movies in right now. Of what the nine or whatever uh, it is? nine that are out, and I think there's a tenth on the way this year. Oh wow! Yes, um, Mr. Max. Yeah, um, Mr. Manager. <laughs> Mr. Manager. Uh, as far as beer goes, yeah, this is this is good. Um, I will say of the three big breweries in Michigan, Bell's Founder Shorts. Uh, I think Shorts makes the best sours, or at least the most readily available good sours. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Exeter, this Critterless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, that's I, I haven't seen this in bottles anymore. No, no, this is I, but, this is pub exclusive. Yeah. Okay, that's what this I thought. Pub exclusive. Yeah. I mean, the peachy palm, whatever you might be able to get in. in uh, mm-hmm. I think I've seen that around. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, um, the availability of of short of Shorts's sours, I think, is beyond Bells and Founders. Mm. Founders has it like our Goza was was pub exclusive. Yep. All the sours and Gozas I had at Bell's were pub exclusive stuff. Yeah. Which apparently they're expanding their production to bottle some of those pub exclusives and sell them at the Eccentric Cafe. So hmm. like you can you can buy them, but you still have to go to buy Bell's. them. Yeah, because they they're, they're weird as far as um doing growlers. They have like you buy growlers in their um uh general goods store. So they have like four beers on tap at all times, and they they rotate out one of their public houses every, oh, they, every week. Yeah, you were telling because they, they have machines that do it, right? Yes, they have this really cool system where they put the growler in this little chamber, and it closes it, and it pressurizes the chamber to be the same as a keg, and then they pump under the same pressure as a keg, so it, so it's carbonated and it, mm-hmm. it gets sealed as one of those flip top like latch covers, and then they put like a, a shrink wrap around it, so one. Uh, you can't get nailed for open carry or for open container in your car. And two, uh, the beer lasts for like 
two or three weeks as opposed to two or three days because it's at the same yeah. conditions that the uh, kegs are at. Hmm. So, um, but you can, of course, only go to there to get one. When I was there, one of the four filling vessels was um, down. Apparently, there's only like 30 systems in the world. It's based out of Russia, and they're waiting on their parts still. Hmm. So, oh, well. Wait, are you talking Bells or Founders right now? Bells. Okay. okay, okay. Bells. Yeah, Founders just says theirs out of there. Uh, sorry, I meant to say Bells or Shorts, derp. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just real quickly, just plugging the food at Shorts, their food is real good. What'd you have? Just FYI. I had, it was called Where Has All the Cheese Gone? <laughs> it was a giant grilled cheese sandwich with tomatoes and avocados. Like, oh, nice. And, like, on the sandwich? and like chipotle sauce, yeah. Oh, cool. cool. Um, it was super good. The uh, the appetizers that we got were um, just pretzels, pub pretzels. Best pretzels I have ever had. <laughs> better than that giant pretzel from Coonan? Yes. Really? Yeah, wow. better than that. Um, and the sauces were good. I forget. It was, one was just straight up peanut butter and jelly. And one was kind of like a jalapeno cheddar, and I forget what the third one was—some sort of like honey mustard. But mustard, yeah. the the pretzels themselves were just out of this world. Um, Kayla got a really good wrap, but um, I, I've also heard from some other people, coworkers who have been to Founders and had a lot of their food that it's just everything's great. Their yeah. menu isn't Founders, very big. Founders is wonderful for food. Yeah, sorry, did I say Founders again? Yeah, you meant yeah. Shorts. Sorry, Shorts. Shorts, yeah. Yeah. shorts Founders menu is, very good. is small, but from what I understand, everything is great on it. Yeah. FYI. James, you ate at Founders, right? I've eaten at Founders multiple times, yes. Okay. Nice. Cool. cool. Good food? Um, yeah. I uh, I really like their Blushing Monk um, chicken salad, which is interesting because I don't actually like chicken salad usually, but Blushing yeah, so. Monk is made with their... Uh, Beer Blushing Monk? Yeah. Well, no, it's made with um, Rubeus. Mm, nice. Um, so it's a it's a like raspberry vinaigrette chicken salad it sounds really mm, nice which is super good and you can get it you can get it in a just a salad form so it's like a salad with chicken salad on it um it's really 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 good they make the bread there i think it's it's nice um they, they have good potato salad i sorry founders i do not like your guacamole there's too much mm. cumin hmm. um but they have good chips yeah so but no uh, pretty much everything i've gotten from founders i've really enjoyed you can you can go there and you can get a sandwich and split it with two people because it is a big sandwich mm-hmm. it's one of those kind yeah. of deals i also had uh lunch while i was at bells i had a nice big bowl of jambalaya which was very jambalaya. well seasoned. very very large for like the 12 dollars it was so. yeah very, it's very satisfying it's amazingly disappointing when you go to a brewery and they have bad food yeah, yeah. that's a bummer man that is yeah. a bummer and is a, it is also a huge expense on the brewery to operate a kitchen as well oh so. i'm sure i don't yeah. doubt it yeah for certain um just minor thing too local brewery ascension has really good food over here um just down the road in novi all right, so uh, view again. <laughs> no, you never get to go, Max. Let's nope. talk about right, food okay. more. Yeah, let's right, talk yeah. about food after this. Um, <laughs> I actually own a copy of this on DVD. Um, it's a movie that I associate a lot with childhood and me being getting into like, ooh, I'm going to see an R-rated movie. <laughs> um, I mean, it's got a soft spot for me as like people are like, you know, with, with Black Panther coming out next year, people are like, oh my gosh, finally a African-American lead in a superhero movie. And I'm like... There's been a couple of those. They weren't, you know, super popular, but right. they exist. And this and, is one, obviously. And I'm not meaning to be like a contrarian about it, but um, like when this movie came out, like this was a huge comic or whatever. It was mm-hmm. like the big new thing of the '90s, as far as you know, comics going. Like I remember going to Gibraltar uh, Trade Center, which is closed by the time this comes out, and like That's they right. had like issues That's of right. that at the like, the big comic little stand they had there, and yeah. 
it's always like it's a character concept I always found really really cool because it was the first time I can remember about like someone who went to hell and came back and wasn't evil. Right. You know, wasn't really you know going the the demonic path, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But still was was very much like a evilish kind of character just because of like he was all this burnt dude and he had all these demon powers and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, um, it's kind of funny. We always talk about like the TNT tier, which I would I'd put this in that tier. But um, USA, which I don't know, would you guys consider that to be like the same or more? Yeah, it's roughly okay. the same. Roughly the same. I mean, <laughs> so USA, in this weird point in my teenage years and like the early mid aughts, like USA is where I first saw Aliens, and it is where I first saw Blade Runner director's cut, like on Saturday afternoons or whatever. I think it's where I first saw Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, that's yeah. that seems pretty similar. So like, even though we you know, rate these TNT tiers, like, back in the day, or maybe still, I don't know, I don't watch cable often, like, they still have got some gems every now and then. I think USA plays more science fiction horror kind of stuff, whereas TNT is, like, dad movies. Yeah. Dad Mm. movies, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And endless repeats of The Office or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But, all right, well, I think that wraps up another episode of Good Brews, Bad Views. Uh, oh, one last piece of note. I bought a house. Yay, Max. Time for me to move out of the basement no of my parents' attic, a.k.a. the upstairs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'll be moving out. And by the time this comes out, I'll have moved out. Yeah, we yeah. might be changing recording locations potentially. You're there, spoiling right? things. But oh, sorry. Yeah, probably, Spoilers. maybe. So we'll, we'll uh, more updates on that when it happens. Um, but, uh, yeah. Another episode of Good Brews, Bad Views. As always, thanks for joining in. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, WordPress.com, um, all that good jazz. So that's your hate mail, goodbrewsbadviews at gmail.com. And as always, please watch and drink responsibly. We'll see you guys next time. Hasta luego. Goodbye.